uh, help him to build a new company. So I met him. I told him, I can't do it for you. You know, like while we were discussing through the translator, at that time I didn't uh, learn the Turkish language and he doesn't know, uh, my partner now, he doesn't know English. So uh, we, do what we have discussed, I told him, you know, I can't do it for you. He said, what do you want? I told him, I need to be your partner. He said, I'm looking for an employee. I don't, I don't, I'm not looking for a, a partner. I told him, I, I promised myself, I'll never have a boss again. Right. He, yeah, he said, I'll not be a boss. I told him, no, as long as I'm employee, you will be a boss. Gotcha. And I left him. Then after a week, he called me. He, he said, come again. Let's discuss it. He said, I will make you my partner, but not now. I told him when. He said, there is a target. If we were able, if you are able to make that target, mm -hmm. once you reach it, you'll be my partner. I told him, fair enough. Got you. Hello, this is Walid Talib, and I am entrepreneur from Turkey and one of the founders uh, of Vera Clinic and you are watching Fox Alert. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Walid. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, correct. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. How how are you, Walid? I'm doing good. You know, here in Turkey, the weather is uh, good and uh, good. Everything is good. The weather is good. What about you? What, what what time is it in Turkey right now? Now it's eleven fifteen. In the morning night. or at night? Night. At night, okay, yeah. all right. So you're you're up late with me tonight to do this interview. Yes, <laughs> but but <laughs> but is, do, do you keep do you keep these type of hours? Um, you know it's uh, it's a family time, but it's okay. It will not happen every day, so I'm okay with that. Gotcha. Usually, I sleep at one o'clock, so it's okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Turkey, Istanbul. Okay. Yes. For me, when my only uh, knowledge of Turkey is Istanbul, it said that Istanbul is the center of the world or connects the world, right? And 
when I was doing when I was in school doing history, talking about the Cold War, Turkey was the center of all that, right? A lot of spy. That that's where everything connects. Am I right or wrong? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And until uh, the American uh, discovered by Christopher <laughs> Columbus, <laughs> it was the, the center of the world. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a it's well for for history, you know, um it's a it's a port country. A lot of a lot of commerce came through Turkey. You know, that's what it yep. was named for. A lot of commerce uh shipping and you know goods was that's where it all happened. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess it's right because of the uh dual geographically the location of turkey it's uh, you know it, it's connect three uh, europe asia and uh, africa even africa you know it's, it's the location is is very uh, uh, logistically uh, important so right. that's that yeah that's normal you know for you right um i, I know we're here because a vera clinic but Yes. Tell me, tell me about you, because as I was reading, preparing for this interview, I gotta ask you. I, I want to know how you got into Vera, because you, your entrepreneur background and the business that you've been involved in is completely different to this medical field that you got yourself into. You know, how? how Tell me a little bit about your background because I want to understand. I was like, because I was as I was reading, I was like, how the hell he got into this medical field? This is not, this is not your thing. I mean, you're in, you're into real estate, you're into the photography, you're into the, the technology, right? So I was I was yes. very perplexed as to how you got into this. Okay, so basically, I'm a com- computer engineer, mm-hmm. and I am Syrian. I'm not Turk. Uh, before coming to Turkey, I was working in Dubai. Uh, okay. But when the war started in Syria, I wasn't able to get back to my country. And I came here to Turkey to uh, visit and help with the support of New Orleans, mm-hmm. uh, that they were coming to Turkey in 2013. And... I wasn't planning to move from Dubai. Uh, it was only like a vacation. I took uh, unpaid vacation from my work in, in Dubai. And I came here to help uh, for supporting people in uh, that Syrian people, my people that they coming, they are coming to Turkey to see how can I support them? How can I help them? How can I... Uh, uh, like you know any kind of help got you but yeah what happened then i stopped here and i found myself that i need to find something that uh to work so i had here i think in turkey my entrepreneurship life started like before that it was too stable employee go to work come back right uh like normal life but here in Turkey, due to the uh, 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 the life here, complications, being a refugee and, 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 in Turkey, uh, although I didn't come as a refugee, but 
uh, everything he was counting me as a refugee because I'm uh, I am Syrian. Correct. So I had to prove myself. I had uh, I found that it's uh, my my duty uh, to prove that Syrians are successful people. They can create things. They can do things. Uh, so I have tried to create some businesses. Some of them failed. Some of them succeed. And I think uh, not the last one is Vera Clinic uh, because after Vera Clinic there is Workium, uh, which is a SaaS software. Uh, but yes, it's it's like you know internship when once you go in you cannot go back it's it's addicting life you, I, I, <laughs> you cannot I, go back to I, 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 I get that you know i definitely get that but also it, it gives you a, a very a sense of independence right yes um yes and also creating you coming from the software engineer background you're usually looking yeah. at codes uh it, was it something that you wanted to get out of um, you still, I mean, you still, you're not going to ever stop being a software engineer, yeah. right? It, it's something so that's with the, you. You know, the thing is, I'm, yes, I, uh, my study is uh, computer engineering and networks and software uh, programming, but still I had an artist inside me. Like, uh, I, 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 I loved uh, drawing uh, I love taking photography. I love to do retouch Photoshop, like as a hobby, you know. Uh, so I loved, like most of people, they hate advertisements. I love them. Every time I see advertisement, I watch it to the end. I try to analyze it. I try to see how, what the message they are trying to send through uh that advertisement so that it was it wasn't me like uh being a marketer uh, i didn't know that uh, but once i started doing marketing and uh i found okay i'm a marketer i'm not a software engineer right, right. <laughs> yes uh, yes i'm good with what was i'm doing mm-hmm. and uh uh, I, I I was like a manager in, in my work, but being a marketer is something that I found myself in. You know, uh, uh, having uh, multiple uh, uh, tasks, having multiple uh, things you can do. It's something good. I am I enjoying. You? How long have you been in Turkey? Since 2013, that's 10 years and th- four months. Yes, I came in February 2013. Never left. Do you miss Do you miss Syria? Of course. Of course. I, I wish I can get back to Syria. But um, I, I don't think I can go there now uh, because my city is one of the cities that got destroyed. Mm-hmm. So I have nothing left there. So I'm... Um, I also I got the Turkish nationality here. I count myself also as a Turkish, right? Uh, at the same time, so I'm I'm a Turkish too. 
Uh, let me ask you this question. Um, and this wasn't even a part of the interview, but let me ask you this anyway. Okay. It's it, there's a lot of people displaced around the world. Um, and I didn't know prior to us having this interview that you were actually from Syria. Um, and I asked the question, do you miss Syria? Do you you know want to go back? But you can't because your village or your, your town was destroyed. Do you, when you look back at what happened in Syria, how a lot of people had to leave, um, and I'm sure you had friends and family who who wasn't able to leave and lost their life. Uh, yes. Now, it, sitting back, reflecting, you know, you came to Turkey because you wanted to help your people and do whatever you can. Do you think there's a there's ever going to be some reconcile as to what happened? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, maybe I didn't understand your question correctly, but no. As to what happened, right? Do you do you can you ever forgive because you lost? It's one thing we yes. can. It's one thing we can. I can lose a dollar, right? But it's yeah. another thing when you lose your land, your home, and you can't go back. It's no longer there. They, I can't yeah. give that back to you. you. Know, I can't give you I, the memory. I I learned from my maybe short experience in life. Mm -hmm. I am now 39 years old. Um, if you want to go on, you need to move on. You know, you need gotcha. to forget. Gotcha. You need to forget. You. It's it's very hard, especially for us, especially that uh, the regime that destroyed us is still in in, in power. But mm -hmm. uh, for me, I'm I'm ready to to like move on, like just to stop. You know, if if anything can stop what's happening, I'm personally okay with it. Like let let's just stop and move on. Let's start with rebuilding the country that the, the war still now going on yes it's not like before but it's still at least there is no rebuilding there is mm -hmm. no uh, uh, nothing no actions to get the 15 million people that they left left Syria right. to go back to their countries or any any things you know so um, this is my, my personal point of view here. You're here in Turkey now. You're a Turkish citizen. Uh, yes. Your background is computer. You find yourself now, aside from the creative side of you, you, you I, I see you taking pictures with your family. You know, if I didn't know, I would say you're a professional photographer. Right, it's not a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a hobby that you do. But tell me this: How did the the, the whole Vera Clinic come about? Because this is this is very, as I told you, this is very different for you compared to the, all the other business you were involved in. How did you get involved, or why did you want to get involved in this Vera Clinic? Um. Okay, it's uh, a little bit long story, but I can try. To make it short mm -hmm. like when i came here i started my first business which failed uh because i didn't know the market here then i started another one 
uh, and the other one is failed too. And <laughs> during that two years, it took two years. I spent right. all my money, all my right. savings, and I needed to find a job. And I had like a promise to myself: I will never have a boss again. Like what, whatever happened. But right. you know, being here as a refugee, like you cannot stay without money, especially that. Um, you know, I have a family, and also I brought my parents here and my brothers. So I have a family to take care of. Got you. Uh, and I and I needed a job, so I start looking for a job uh, as a marketer. And there is a friend introduced me to a head transplant doctor. He said that he is looking for a marketing manager. uh to say what do you want i told him i need to be your partner he said i'm looking for an employee i don't i don't i'm not, not looking for a, a partner i told him i i promised myself i'll never have a boss again right he, yeah he said i'll not be a boss i told him no as long as i'm employee you'll be a boss gotcha and i left him Then after a week, he called me. He he said, "Come again. Let's discuss it." He said, "I will make you my partner, but not now." I told him when. He said, "There is a target. If we were able, if you are able to make that target, mm -hmm. once you reach it, you'll be my partner." I told him, "Fair enough." Got you. Yeah, but I told him I I have no money to be partner with, but I right. have my knowledge and. I have my power. So we started, like me and him and my wife too was uh, working with us. And after that, we grow fast, like very fast. Uh, we within like two years, we were in the top of the clinics in in, uh, in Turkey. Here, here transplant, and. I don't, I don't know, but but Turkey is moved to the the front of the line uh, when it comes to ear transplant, cosmetic surgery. Why is, and I mean, I guess ear transplant has been around for a while, but why, why, why Turkey? Why Turkey made such a big jump? Because I saw a couple rappers that went to Turkey yeah. and came back with a full with a full beard and <laughs> and. Afro and I'm like, well, what, where, where did that happen? They had bald head. Like, why, why, why Turkey is such, such a hot spot for ear hair transplant? Okay, so uh, let's start with hair transplant in general. Hair okay. transplant when it started started in te technique called FUT. Okay, so FUT it's a surgical procedure. And you need a plastic surgeon to do it for you, which is basically they cut a small part of your back from here, mm -hmm. and then they cut it, and then they open holes in your belt area and they implant it. Then after, in like 2004, uh, a new technology came to the market, which is called FUE. Uh, which is you extract the 
the follicles like one by one you don't need to cut apart mm-hmm. and then you implement it you implant it in in uh, in the bald area here uh, in Turkey uh, technicians and nurses they are allowed to do these kind of procedures as it's not counted as surgical procedure gotcha and uh, like uh, in Europe or uh, North America until today it's a surgical procedure the the Ministry of Health they counted as surgical procedure but here in Turkey uh, the Ministry of Health they doesn't count it as surgical procedure they counted uh, there is a category for it I, I'm, I'm not sure of, of the it's like half surgical something like that they call it so uh, if if a nurse got a diploma in, in that procedure uh, they can do it or technician uh, they don't need to be a doctor so this is first second the government uh, they supported the health tourism sector like in, they supported the tourism sector in general uh, and especially the health uh, tourism uh, by having low uh, taxes on it uh, keep the monitor uh, low on, 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 on that sector mm-hmm. uh, uh, supporting all marketing activities like the, the, the government here they are paying 60% of our marketing activities wow uh, yes uh, until today and this since a long time like maybe 2013 or something like that uh, so the government is supporting that. The Turkish people, uh, they love doing uh, manual work, uh, handcrafting. Hair transplant is a handcrafting work. You know, you need to be uh, to have skills, hand skills, and 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 doing the hair trans transplant. The knowledge is not enough. It's not like any other medical things you can learn how to do hair transplant within a week but you Mm -hmm. cannot do it uh, before practicing because you are getting grafts every day thousands of grafts opening thousands of channels and implementing thousands of grafts so you need to do this every day and not anyone can do that in general Turkish people they enjoy it you know they enjoy doing the uh, hand work in, uh, in, in in general. So all these factors uh, make uh, the, the the hair transplant uh, popular in Turkey uh, because they know how to do it. They can do it. Uh, it doesn't cost a lot. Uh, and the government is supporting it. It's a it's a very tedious process, though, because I've I've seen yeah. videos of your of your clinic. They're taking one here at a time and implanting it. That is a very tedious task. 
Uh, maybe the it Turkish, is. yeah, maybe the Turkish government was really onto something. It says here is that the global hair transplant market size was valued at 4.90 billion in 2021, and is projected to reach 30 billion in 20 uh, 2031. Now, right. that is crazy. I, I didn't know that the market was that big. We're talking 4.9 billion in 2021. Yeah, because 30 billion uh, in by 2031. Yes, because you know you have the population now is uh, more than eight billions. Uh -huh. Let's say half of them men, and let's say half of these men they have hair loss problem. So you are talking about two billion men, and in general most of uh cultures uh ladies they prefer a man with a hair <laughs> listen here listen man, listen listen yeah. hold, hold on a second what i'm saying is <laughs> if i am i am of the mindset if you're losing it just go bald right just just go yeah. bald but you know I, for for me like if if you are talking like for me i need hair transplant you can see like uh, I, I i need it but i'm not doing it uh, because for me personally uh, my wife she loves me i she like how i look i'm okay with that i like my how, how i look but some people they think it's uh, uh it's more attractive if you if you got your hair and to be honest with you like most of the people when they do hair transplant, they get younger 10 years. <laughs> Some of them more. Really? Like, listen, listen. They're, they're what, what is it? How they it's, move, it, it changed. It, it's a personal preference, right? So, it is. how long have you been married? Long time. <laughs> uh, uh, 14 years. So, 14 years. So, you were yeah. lucky to when you got married, when you met your wife, you had a head full of hair. You don't need yes. the transplant now. Because yes. <laughs> she already accepts you for who you are. That's one exactly. of the, listen, that's one of the beauty of getting into relationships, right? Okay. Yeah. You find yeah. someone when they accept you and then you grow old with them. I, I guess I I, you know, I guess some people if they want the transplant, they can they can get it. Uh and you just your clinic just don't do and let me make a correction too, because in the promo, I had you as a doctor, but you're not the doctor. You're just the investor. I'm not. I so exactly. let me so let me correct that. So let uh, you know for this interview, I want to correct it that you're not you're not a doctor. You're just uh, one of the founders and an investor. Okay, but for Vera Clinic, you guys do more than just hair transplant. You guys yes. do the hair transplant. You do the dental. You do the cosmetic surgery. So you pretty much cover all grounds in that area when it comes to way people look yes yes exactly so uh when we started we started as hair transplant clinic gotcha. and we were like a small clinic we were renting rooms mm -hmm. in a bigger hospital then when we found that work is going well we got an investment and we opened our hospital our clinic mm -hmm. and when we had that uh, building that we have a building is only ours we are not sharing the building with anyone 
we had the opportunity to open other clinics like the dental and the plastic surgery because there is a need for that people uh, uh, they come to Turkey to change their looks and, right. and we found that people they are not coming to Turkey only for hair transplant he will bring his wife he will bring his girlfriend uh, whatever and she's also looking to 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 look younger and better right. not only her husband you know like he's he's he will look younger also I want to look younger she, she, she is saying so that also the, the the industry of plastic surgery started to uh, increase here in Turkey it it's not yet uh, similar to the hair transplant but it is uh, it, it, uh, it is big in, in Turkey especially now the dental is is, is bombing in, in, in Turkey people they are coming from everywhere to Turkey because the the service the quality of service it's uh, uh, equal or higher to the quality in in, in uh, US if, if you can say that uh, but with a fraction of the the cost like even with the flight ticket, with the hotel, with the one week vacation, with everything, you may pay, uh, pay 20% of what will cost you in in, uh, in US, maybe less. Well, it, it's, it also has the pros, right? Exactly. Outweigh, it outweighs the con because you get to go to a foreign country, experience mm-hmm. the culture, experience the food. It's a mini vacation and then you get your work done. And then you yeah. can still enjoy your vac- vacation and get back. Listen, I know a friend of mine came to Turkey. This is, this is why this is why I requested the interview. She came to Turkey and she got her teeth done, veneer, all veneer. Uh, and I was like, "What?" She's like, "You got." She sent me. She's like, "You got to come to Turkey." And she's going back. She's coming back to Turkey. And I was like, uh, "I'll I'll come." But she was very very pleased with the work that she got done um, in Turkey. Yeah very pleased yeah doctor doctors here are are, are uh, really uh skilled uh the, the medical schools in turkey they are one of the go- best schools in in in, uh, uh, in the world i guess there is like five uh schools in the one the best 100 uh universities from turkey so uh also the doctor they like as i said uh the turkish people in general uh they like to do uh the handwork you know the crafts things gotcha and the plastic surgery and uh, hair transplant also the dental things it's very sensitive work the knowledge is not only uh, uh, enough to do a great work. You need to have the skills. You need to enjoy uh, doing what you are doing. And and in general, Turkish people, they are good in that. This business is projected to be, I don't know what the dental, but the air transplant business is projected to, to, to skyrocket to 30 billion. Uh, yeah. Four, right now, four billion, five billion. That's a lot of money that um, for the medical field. But I want to ask you a technical question. With you having your computer background, yes, AI, artificial intelligence, is 
you know, we see it. It's, you know, people are concerned about it. Uh, how do you see that impacting your your clinic, your business? Um, I'm not seeing impacting our business because you know or or like, it can or it can help th th right there is there there is a ro robots like in 2000 i guess at 12 there was uh, an american company in, uh, created a robot to do hair transplant like you put the head inside the robot and the robot will do the hair transplant fully mm. done by robot but still that robot is not doing great work uh, <laughs> for several reasons yeah because uh, <laughs> yeah continue, uh, continue the robot okay yeah be, you know because you need to fix the head exactly in the same uh, you cannot move your head for like seven eight hours and whoa, whoa, whoa wait, wait. Can... are you are you saying that when someone comes to do a sitting to get hair transplant you have to sit there for eight hours that the total duration of the operation is seven to eight hours no way uh, yes but what, what, but what, what, we, what you... we, we divide it uh -huh. uh, like uh, first three hours then we let uh, the patient get rest for half an hour or 40 minutes then we start the other phase like we, we divide it to three phases gotcha uh and and robot you cannot you cannot divide <laughs> it because the, the, the head should get exactly right. how it was right right uh, uh the, the, ro the, ro the robot can't improvise what you're saying yes yes gotcha can, gotcha yeah uh, uh, not it's not only that you know also the the results of hair transplant it will be not natural like one of the things that vera clinic is uh unique and we we dare the patient we tell him like your friends will not guess that you got hair transplant after one year we know how to do that we have our uh, our doctors they 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 have special techniques uh to implement uh the hair to be to look natural like no one will guess that you did a hair transplant and you can see if you go to our uh instagram account vera clinic you will see uh, our results there and you can see that the, uh, how it looks totally natural robot cannot do that it's the the, the 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 hairline will be like straight uh i i, I know like you uh, uh the africa people african people they like it straight to be straight uh -huh. uh, uh, but not everyone like it straight however we do it like we we can't control how how how, how do you want it like for afro people we have special uh drawings so we, we do draw it the way they they like it for uh white people we we have another techniques for uh, even for chinese they like it another way gotcha so gotcha. it's yeah yeah but when, when you do the hair transplant right 
and I want to get to your other your other service that you offer. But the hair transplant, it is your real hair, right? They're taking your real hair and put it in it where you want it, correct? Yeah, correct. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and yeah. then you can probably, if they want to redo their existing hairline that they lost, you can just recreate that hairline. Uh, by implementing a new hair, yes, we gotcha. draw a new hairline, and then we took grafts from here and we implemented here. Okay, you're seeing yeah. people coming from all over the world. The cosmetic surgery, in terms of the dental, uh, yeah. do you see that growing? Uh, I mean, a lot of people are coming to Turkey to get, you know, cosmetic, but you've got competition with other countries, Colombia, uh. Dominican Republic. Yes. When you see news on social media, someone dies. A lot of these influencer, they're going to back room or maybe someone in a hotel, and and, and I guess to cut costs. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think you yeah. should go to a professional. What, what's your thoughts on, you know? You know, unfortunately, this happened in all over the world and uh, health tourism sector because someone is coming to another country he doesn't know to whom he is coming you know to whom he's coming uh so unfortunately there is people that they are cheating like they promise uh the patient we have a full facility we have our hospital uh we have uh certified surgeons but unfortunately they don't have that they have maybe they have uh, medical students. They they need training, you know, because right. one of the problems that the doctors they are facing, is especially the plastic surgeons, to get experience you need to do in patients. Right, right, right. <laughs> you cannot, right, right. you cannot. Yeah, you you need you need real patients. So, unfortunately, some 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 people. They use the medical, uh, the health uh, tourism sector to do such things. Mm. Uh, but for us, because we are building a brand, and uh, and I know what building brand is does means. Uh, the reputation, reputation, our reputation is everything for us. Uh, getting uh, reference, uh, getting uh, happy uh, patients, satisfied patients. Uh, is everything for us and and uh, we do everything for that but this it's not for with everyone so it's very important for people that they are looking to do a uh, uh, medical procedure overseas especially the surgical like hair transplant is is not a surgical it doesn't count as a surgical procedure but for plastic surgery it's right. it's 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 big surgical procedure uh and 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 they must look with whom they are going to do it who Correct. is the doctor and if they came here and they feel that they got uh scammed or not what they promised i advise them just to to escape go uh don't 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 do it because it's uh, if if it's not under uh, a certified doctor it's dangerous what is the next uh, entrepreneur business that you looking into um, 
just regarding the medical part, uh, my father and my mother, they are uh, pharmacists. No way, um, really? Yes. And uh, like I grew in, in, in a pharmacy, like our home was attached to the pharmacy. And you, you, could, you couldn't escape this then? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I grow, uh, you know, in, the pharmacist in Syria is, is almost a doctor. Uh, right, right. He, uh, he's uh, he's doing most of the what doctor can do. Gotcha. Uh, so I grew in a medical uh, uh, environment, if if you want to say. So I'm I'm not strange from that uh, environment and 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 that sector. So uh, to get back to your question, what is the next move? Actually, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, well, listen. In in twenty thirty thirty one, this whole industry is projected to be thirty billion. You, you know, yeah. I don't. I don't know how fat. Like you said, you when you got into this, you know, you was made a proposition. It growed in two years. It bloomed, and now you guys are. You have your own clinic. Uh, what is that? Th three stories, four stories. Yeah. Right. So I don't know what this this industry is going to do. You know, uh, it looks like it's growing rapidly, but it is. It is. It is like, you know, every season, like we, we have a season for uh, people. They prefer to come to Turkey, gotcha. uh, which is from between September and February. Like these months, people. Uh, People, they prefer to come to Turkey to do uh, plastic surgeries, uh, hair transplant, or fix their teeth. Uh, most of the time, you know, although we are getting bigger and bigger, and we open new operation rooms, every year we got fully booked. Not only us, like most of our uh, respectful competitors, Got you. They are also getting uh, fully booked. So, it, yeah, it's it's growing. And now we are opening a new uh, branch for us in Istanbul that will be opening soon. Within, I think, September, we will open it, hopefully, if the contractor uh, promise, <laughs> uh, delivered what the promise. Right, I'm not right. sure of this. Right. And, 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 uh, yeah, we, we are going to open a new branch that is twice bigger than our branch now. Uh, so my focus now is uh, to grow in, in, uh, in this industry, to be bigger, to be a leader of the market. Gotcha. Uh, and to not be only in Turkey, to be in, in, in all Europe, like, to, like Vera Clinic. People are not coming to only Turkey, they are coming to Vera Clinic. Gotcha. You know, from, gotcha. From, from gotcha. all over the world. Uh, so this is my focus, but maybe I can have some side projects. Uh, I'm not sure of that. That's depend on how busy am I. Gotcha. Let's talk side yeah. let, let's talk side project and hobby for a moment before I let you yeah. go. The photography. Okay. How did how did that come about? Do you decide what you're going to take a picture of or you just randomly, well, I'm just going to just shoot away? Actually, the hobby was with me since I was a kid when my father bought me a small camera with a film. Mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, at that time I enjoyed uh, uh, taking photos, but it was costly uh, uh, because you know you have limited number of photos, right? And right. then you need to get that photos to the studio to to get that photos from it. So it, I wasn't into that too much, but I, I remember I loved what I was doing. Then when I came here to Turkey and I saw, uh, uh, you know, the, the how the people they are living here. You know, I, I came to help Syrians, uh, refugees, but I got depressed uh, and I went into big depression. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the uh, psychiatrist, uh, he advised me to find a hobby uh, uh, to 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 just like similar to meditation, like m- music or photography or uh, something that make me focus on something right. uh, that I love. So I remember that I love photography. So I say to myself, let me buy camera and let me try to uh, see what, what what I can do. And it was my medication. Mm, Having my camera go to the wild and start taking photos. Every time I focus with the photos and taking photos, I was like feeling I'm getting back to life because, got you. you know, got you. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you got into depression, but it's it's bad thing. <laughs> I mean, I listen. I get depressed sometimes. You know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I not slipping into it. certain things that depress me, right? That I feel depressed yeah. about. I don't know if it's a medical. I wouldn't call it a medical thing, but you know, I fi- I myself I find something where that I like to do. Right, you know, uh, creative something creative that I like to do, um, and that kind of like helps me, you know. So I guess I can relate, you know. But I think everyone, everyone has some sort of depression. Everyone, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's got to be something that we we might not we might be not uh, might be disagreeing with. At that moment, how it makes it makes us feel. So yeah, I can relate with I can relate to what you are what you are going through. But hey, yeah, okay. it was a pleasure having you here. Uh, thank you. Next year, season six, I am planning to travel, go to different countries, um, mm-hmm. to do episode. That that's that's you know this this season is uh, travel plus. Where I talk to different people from different country, I do some in person where I go in the United States and meet the people and actually talk to them. But season six, we're planning to do season six, Folks Alert International, where we go to different countries and talk to people. I don't listen. I don't know how it's going to work out, but that is the that is the plan that we've been talking about. I would love to have you back. You know, I'd love to come to Vera Clinic and walk around and tell me about the whole process and enjoy the food in turkey i never been to turkey as i told you my you know and experience the culture when you come to turkey you will be my guest thank you i'd I'd love to experience the culture and the food man you know the rich spices you know 
Yeah, I, I, I love Turkish food. Uh, it's too uh, close to, uh, you know, Syria and Turkey, they are too close together. Mm -hmm. And they were like one country 100, like 100 years ago, they, they were one country. Uh, uh, the Osman Empire. Correct. Uh, yes. Syria was part of that empire. And uh, like we, we, we have a lot of similarity in everything, not only the food. Mm -hmm. The culture, uh, even the, re the religion is same. Uh, everything is same. So uh, I, I, I love Turkey. Actually, I, I feel home. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Wadi, listen, it was a pleasure having you here. It was a great conversation. Thank you. More than welcome to come back anytime. Uh, take more photography. Okay. Very much more sure. success with with Vera Clinic. Um, hey, hopefully, hopefully the contractor stay the schedule right <laughs> hopefully <laughs> hopefully, I hope. <laughs> hopefully you know and and more more luck with that uh wish you more success thank you very much thank you thank you my pleasure all right take care take care bye-bye